I'm Kelly. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalist. Today is our 33rd episode and first episode of the new year, and we thought we would start this year off by discussing the benefits that come from decluttering and organizing our lives. We believe that 2019 is the year of tidying up so that we can stop having to regularly tidy up. We like to stress that decluttering and organizing our lives is just one component of minimalism. The big picture is a lifestyle that requires behavioral change and maintenance. It's not just about getting rid of our stuff once. It's rather an ongoing journey that requires us to change our relationship with our stuff so that we can regain our space and time and reap a longer list of benefits. Yeah, Kelly and I were excited to do this episode today because tidying up is so popular right now. Like Marie Kondo just came out with a series on Netflix and there's a lot of books on it and articles and blogs and um, we kind of want to talk about the difference between tidying up and organizing and minimalism because I think there is a very fine line between the two. Yeah, minimalism really is, it's more than just about tidying up, but we really think that uh, decluttering and organizing is a good place to start. It's a good thing in the sense that it kind of forces you to look at what you own and in, as opposed to, I, I think when people go into this minimalism movement, it's about getting rid of things they don't need, whereas tidying up can sometimes get lost in this concept of just organizing what you already have as opposed to questioning what you have. Yeah, so before you start declaring, ask yourself why and how you got there. Yeah, and um, if you're just going to take everything you own and organize it into like a pretty box, I don't think that you're necessarily getting any further ahead. Whereas with minimalism, you're kind of questioning what you're bringing into your life and what's already in your life and what you're using and what you don't need anymore, as opposed to just buying more containers to store stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and as part of decluttering, we're getting rid of, if we're getting rid of things, um, and you know, the best part of that is that the things that matter most of us will then basically rise to the surface. So, so you'll be able to clear out the clutter and realize, hey, like what is important to me? Um, but the process of clearing clutter is only half the battle, right? So mm-hmm. like, that's what I really want to stress in this episode is that, You know, declaring and organizing your thing is one component and, you know, you do it once doesn't mean that you're going to be, you're going to live simply and your house is going to be like forever clean forever. I mean, it's a lifestyle change. So uh, the rest depends on what we bring home. And for those of us who have the habit of shopping, this is often the hardest part. So if you have some type of shopping addiction or if you own things out of guilt, Um, These are behaviors that we need to change in order to be consistent with what we bring in our homes and how we manage the stuff in our our spaces. And it's exactly what you just said. Tidying up is a surface clean. If you want your space to look neater, if you want to be able to find things more easily, then tidying up is great. But what you're not doing is changing the behavior that got you there in the first place. Why do you own so much stuff? And why are there piles in your closet? And why are your drawers filled? It's that that you need to address, not just um, how can I better organize this stuff? Right. There's still benefits in organization and tidying up by no means. I'm not negating that. I'm just saying that if you're not going through your stuff more thoroughly or... You know, like you said, underlying just the question there. behind it. It can be yeah. organized, but it's just sitting there and, and collecting like, dust. Const- you're going to have to constantly organize it. You still have to deal with it and manage the stuff and store it. And it's that that people are kind of overseeing if you're, if you're just tidying up. 
Absolutely. Uh, so I actually just started reading uh, Courtney Carver's uh, Soulful Simplicity. Such an amazing book. And she says, um, she mentions that a lot of people today, they have an interest in, you know, living with less. And it's usually sparked by some type of wake-up call or something that happens in someone's life. So yeah. for me, it's like, okay, you have to think about your why. And me personally, like, I, as you know, like, I was feeling a little bit lost in my life. Like, there were many directions that I could go, and I couldn't be decisive on which direction I wanted to, you know, move forward. And so I turned to minimalism um, to rebuild more meaning and fulfillment in my everyday. And today I can't speak enough to how much this lifestyle has improved my life. But yeah, I think that if you want to start decluttering and organizing your things, you need to think about why. So think about your why uh, and think about the habits that you need to change in order to be consistent. So so we mentioned that there's so much popularity around this subject right now. There's so much popularity. And I predict uh, 2019 is going to be the year of this greater interest in minimalism and this movement just literally moving forward in such a like significant way yeah i hope because netflix is so popular i hope that series like catches on and it teaches people a lot. yeah so we'll mention so there's a new netflix show with marie kondo she's the author of the life-changing magic of tidying up very popular book it's the japanese art of decluttering and organizing and the Netflix show is called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, and it actually just launched January 1st. And when I, when I heard about this through you, Lauren, I was like, wow, like this reconfirms the minimalist movement and lifestyle and how, how, necessary, how it necessary it is and how much, how popular it's going to become. So, so basically it's a series of eight, eight episodes where Marie goes into different homes helping couples and families declutter and organize their spaces. And she uses the word tidying, but um, there's a lot more work involved. You'll see, like, I, I, watched, I watched the first couple episodes. I know you watched a couple more than me, Lauren. Uh, and these people have to go into every area of their homes and declutter. And it's quite the process. And, you know, they go item by item. They ask themselves, does this item add function to my life or add value to me? And, you know, that's really difficult. And uh, Marie always, she uses, she's like the most gentle, kind-hearted person she's ever. She's so cute. She's, <laughs> she's so cute. Lauren said before, she's like, I just want to put her in my pocket. I do. She's, and she's so, <laughs> like, just the connection she has when she walks into the room and hugs the people. And she's so respectful of everyone. And it's, she's just an amazing person. But She has this calmness about her. She's so calm. And she's... Organized. She's so organized. She's an expert. She says uh, we should eliminate items that don't spark joy. She's just so cute when she says it. But yeah, so what I love about this series is that, again, it's a medium that is helping push uh, this movement forward. I was like, wow, like Netflix is focused on this. Like we're focused on this. Like let's move it forward. Let's work together. Uh, Second point is... She helps these people, like, it's all about storytelling, and that's the beauty of these, at this, this show, is she helps these people realize that uh, some of the sentimental items uh, that they own, you know, can outlive themselves, and we can actually get rid of these items and hold these memories close to us, um, and also... Uh, she showcases that, you know, you'll see that these couples <laughs> don't really get along that well. <laughs> uh, and as they start clearing the clutter, 
you see that they have this new sense of space and they have less they're less stressed and they're more loving towards each other and they're calmer so it just really shows the true to the benefits that come from clearing your clutter yeah I've I've watched a few episodes I really enjoyed the series and I just want to say this before I start talking about the um doc or the Netflix series at what's the beauty about being a minimalist is that I don't feel that you really have to spend time organizing I don't ever organize my stuff I, I every once in a while go through it and if yeah. there's something I'm not using anymore um I'll sell it or I'll donate it or I'll get rid of it but like have you ever have I have you ever been like hey Lauren do you want to do something and I'm like no I'm organizing like oh, I'm, no. I'm never organizing stuff. No, it's the best because minimalism... You don't need to organize it. There's not enough to organize it, it, You're constantly on top of things yeah. that you never... It goes back to my saying that my dad always said, keep your home so that you're always, it's always available for company. So it's yeah. always ready for company. And so I've always lived by that. So I always keep it clean enough. But I mean, I have people in my life and family members who would always say oh, I can't keep up, constantly cleaning and organizing. I'm thinking it's because you're constantly cleaning and organizing a lot of stuff you don't need. Yeah. It's fascinating. So you don't have that I, stuff. I don't, like, I feel like once you've narrowed it down to what you need and use, that there isn't that necessity to organize anymore. Like, your drawers just have what you need in them. There's not that much in them. There's not that much in your shower or your closet or anywhere. It's just... It's just, like, the few things that are there, and they don't need to be organized. Like yeah, if, and that's why we said in the beginning, like, this year is the year of tidying up and to stop having to regularly tidy up. Because get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, like, it's true. Like, it, but we no longer need to tidy up because we don't have stuff to tidy up. Yeah, it's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. So going into the series, I just want to talk a little bit about it. Well, One of the things Marie does, which I loved, is that... Uh, she was helping a couple that downsized from a home in Michigan to an apartment in Los Angeles. And one of the family members wanted to keep this little engraved mug that no one really used, but it meant something to him. And Marie was like, yeah, of course, if it sparks joy, then keep it. And uh, his wife was like, I I love that you don't judge people on what they want to keep and what they don't keep. And I just want to reinforce that is that um, minimalism and tidying up and all of this isn't there's no like template on what you should and shouldn't own like different things mean different things to different people and um minimalizing your life is not getting rid of things that you love or that mean something to you it's it's a lot more than that so I think that's kind of a a misconception around it I like that there's no judgment there yeah there's no judgment Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't if you want to keep something um that's that's your own personal business it's not anyone else's um Another one of the girls really loved Christmas and she loved clothes and she actually piled all of her clothes on the bed and Marie was like, this is the biggest pile I've ever seen. And the girl was like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I mean, some of these people on these shows are like hoarders. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like borderline. <laughs> but um, I, I just, the thing is, it was she admitted that she loved clothes and she loved Christmas. And it's like, if you love collecting something or if there is something in your life that you love and you have more of that, that's okay. Like, that's not the concept. That's it. okay, but then you have to realize that majority of the stuff you do not use or own. And that, that it's qual- it's better to own one quality pair of sunglasses over 10. <laughs> In my mind, I, that's how I felt. I'm like, you're never going to wear all those clothes. You probably... 
only wear a handful of them but then to each their own like maybe some people still enjoy owning yeah, the yeah, collection yeah. of it no so. and that's a good point it's like if there's one area in your life that's very important to you that you you believe that you need more of because you're using every item totally cool or if it adds value to your life and that's totally fine it's when it gets to that extent that you know that that's something you need to break down even if it is a passion of yours and another thing I love about the series, I don't watch it for information because I feel like... Because um, you're perfect. You well, mastered no, it. <laughs> no, in, in the sense that like I, it's not an area of my life I need help in. I watch it more out of just pure interest of behavioral, how people behave on things. Why? Like, I feel like when I'm watching, I'm like, how did it get to that? Like, how do you, like, one day wake up in this house full of stuff? And I, I was like, it it happens on this, like, tiny little day-to-day basis. Like, you need pens, and instead of going and buying a pen, you buy five. And then you throw the other four in a drawer. And that one little act is not going to make a big deal. But if you do little things like that... Adds I, up. It adds up, and you can think of where you're going to be in five years. And that's why minimalism, the biggest, after you've gone through your stuff it's this like day-to-day ability to pay attention what's coming into your life and my um the cost of storing you always mention that the cost of storing and just it's like oh I don't know how my place got here I don't know like you say I have to keep tying up I can't stay on top of it it's because you're letting so much into your life like slide through it's like if you take an uber instead of walk it's only five five dollars but it adds up. But in a year or two years, that's a, that's a few thousand dollars. It's like having a cookie on your lunch break. It's, it's only a cookie. But doing that, you know, five days a week, that's 20 pounds. Like, people don't... But then on the flip side, if you're every day getting rid of a few things or going through your stuff, then you, you will see massive benefit. But uh, I just... I think the biggest thing is that people are not conscious of what they bring into their life. So not only do you have to go through what you own and get down to what you need you have to be mindful of what you're bringing into your life yeah you really need to make changes that last and these couples may have decluttered their spaces and that's what I learned from the first two episodes that I watched but this is not guaranteed long-term change so that's how I thought when the second Marie left I'm like that house is gonna look the same (laughs) exactly it's like when someone says hey I went on a diet for three months and then it's a yo-yo diet, so they get all skinny, and then they gain it all back. Yeah, that's how I... F- it's the same thing. So it's behavior. It's their behaviors and their habits. Our behaviors and our habits need to change. It, and it involves, it's, as part of that, it's the process of letting go, letting go of things. So in Courtney Carver's book, Soulful Simplicity, she touches on the importance of asking ourselves why we own what we own and the reasons why we hold on to certain things. And I found this fascinating. She argues, we need to stop buying things for the person we want to be or the lifestyle we wish we had. So, for example, she says, and I'm sure you and I can relate to this. If I own blank, I will feel blank. So, if I have the right home, I will appear to be an adult or appear to be more successful if I own you know the right suitcase I'll be more adventurous if I own the best face cream I'll look younger if I wear the right workout clothes I'll go to the gym more and get in the best shape possible 
And no, there's no guarantee there. It's, you know, we're, it's a part of the asking yourself why. So you think about, okay, so like, why am I do this? So why am I doing this? She says, be more aware of the big picture, which I would say you would, you would agree with tidying up plus changing our behaviors will lead us back to a new sense of space, time, and on top of that, better health and um, greater love. Um, Yeah. And and to close, she also says that uh, we buy and hold on to things for many reasons. And some of these reasons are quite sad. Uh, One of them is to be someone we are not, um, to feel something we don't, or prove we are something we don't think we are to someone else so it's like living for others or to live to look a certain way and you know that's something that I'm definitely well you know I'm way past that now you know I I originally I mentioned this in our previous episode I was like oh you know I think I should get a bigger apartment and I was like no I don't need a bigger apartment and then I thought to myself oh I should invest more money into nicer things in my apartment and then I asked myself is that important to me would I like to use that money to do that or would I prefer to do it in other ways? And I was like, I prefer to do it in other ways where experiences and, and um, travel rather than that new coffee table. So those are my decisions. I don't need a beautiful coffee table so that people think that I'm more successful. So Yeah, that's so true. I'm like, I rather have the functional stuff. Like m- having the perfect home right now in my life is not my goal. My goal is to have a very simple place while I fulfill other areas of my life. Like maybe that's a focus in 10 years, like really investing in nicer pieces in my home. But for now, no, not important. It doesn't to me. matter, yeah. Yeah. Um, I ju- was listening to Oprah's podcast today. It's called Discovering Your Life's Purpose. And they said in it that you should not want a life that doesn't belong to you. Like, because we, we always want all of these things and all of this stuff. And it's maybe not the life that we were meant to have. We just think it is. Um, another thing I've realized over with minimalism is that if you just take care of yourself, like if you eat properly and you exercise and you get a good night's sleep, you do not need all of this makeup and hair products and new clothes and like stuff to make you feel good. You mm-hmm. will just feel good. And then you can dress simply and, you know, put on a little bit of mascara or, or if you're a guy, like you just need less to make yourself feel good because you already feel good. And, um, I think that you feel better, you look better and it's coming from kind of the inside out. It's more your foundation as opposed, cause I think in our society, like people, they like don't sleep enough and they're stressed and they overeat and they don't exercise and then they're like, oh, I'm just going to get a super expensive watch or a really nice car. And then Because that'll make me feel better. Yeah, that'll make me feel better. And then mm-hmm. I'll look good. But it's like you can... There's other ways of doing it, so... Yeah, Courtney Carver mentions in her book that she loved to shop. And one of the reasons why she turned to minimalism is to get out of debt. And she asked the readers, and I was very, it was very relatable for me. She's like, when you feel down or you feel sad or you're going through some type of conflict in your life, what do you turn to? And I was like, ooh, I go shopping. I mean, I, that, I'm very different yeah, today. But I'm trying to think of what I do. Last year, I would say I go shopping. I will buy an item because that will make me feel better in the short term. But in the long term, it probably won't. It won't feel better because I'm actually losing money in my bank account, yeah, right? I so, know. like, if your goal is to save, it's it's not going to help you. But 
it's interesting because we have these ways of dealing with stressful situations that aren't healthy for us. But if we become more hyper aware of those things, uh, we can stop them from happening. Yeah. And you can do things that will actually make you feel better. Like, you know, if you're stressed then you can take a bath or call a friend or go for a walk or like going and just aimlessly spending money is not going to make you feel better in the long run. In fact, it's probably going to make you feel worse. Yeah. There's always, you know, I think we all deal with anxiety and some form of, you know, some, not, not depression, but you know, we all have our down Yeah, moments. everyone has, and everyone has their ways of coping. You uh, just exactly. have to find ways that are not healthy. bad for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like find the healthy ways. Some people will binge eat or binge drink, you know, rather than doing it go to the gym and binge at the gym. But, yeah. you know, that's also that can also be an extreme as yeah. well. So um, it's just finding that healthy medium. But uh, I also um, looked into Elaine St. James. She's the author of Living the Simple Life. And in this book, she provides two rules on how we can prevent re- rebuilding the clutter that we have eliminated. So how we can be, how we can maintain uh, our, our, you know, decluttered home after we start decluttering. So number, her rule number one is keep a 30-day list. So if you're in a store and feel a powerful urge to buy something, write it down on your list uh, together with a date and decide 30, 30 days or so later if you still want that item. Yeah, I've been utilizing the want list and it is... I, I really, every time I see something I want, I just put it on the list, and then I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to keep it on the list. And do you put the cost of that item as well? No, I didn't. Start doing that, because then you can calculate. Know, like, oh. if you're, like, out and you see... Like, even yesterday I was watching a YouTube video, and she had these really nice pots with um, herbs in them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get that. So I put it on my want list. I don't know how much it is. Okay, so just an approximate, but okay. if it was, like, a, you know, a really nice, like, um, sweater or something like that, you could put the price, and then you can see... At the end of the month, how much money you, you saved? saved. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant. Smart. I know. I was like, that's brilliant. I love that. Uh, and then rule number two, every time you buy something new, get rid of one thing you already know. You're sorry, you already own. And then better still, get rid of two things. So, But the thing, you also, the problem with that is mm-hmm. that you don't want to be getting rid of things that, like, it's kind of still this, like, bad cycle of like you're spending money and like are you getting rid of things like are you getting rid of a top that you might actually wear again just so you can get a new top like you got to make sure yeah you're right you're, you're right. being careful with it and and like it's not a way to justify it's like oh I'm gonna buy this new stuff but don't worry I'm gonna go home and throw other stuff out like it's still yeah like she says like every time you buy something new get one um get rid of one thing you already own I think it's I mean I think that's great yeah but I think maybe it's better that we go through our closet realize what is a need and then buy it. So we yeah. get rid of those items first before we actually be an intentional and go to that store and buy that new item. Yeah. So that's good perfect. point. Very Some good people point. need to get rid of one or two things to bring something else in. And that's the biggest thing too with the Netflix series. It's like you can get rid of all of this stuff, but if you don't stop shopping or over shopping, you're never solving the problem. So it's, it's still a good rule to have though. Definitely. So before you start decluttering again, ask yourself why and how you got there. And then when you are decluttering, ask yourself what you can learn so that you never go back. Uh, And then as part of this process... Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And then as part of this process, like the end is you have the opportunity to regain things about yourself that you may have lost. Like that's that's like the core of all of this. And that's the beauty and the storytelling of the Netflix show is that 
these people are happier and everything. Again, like they need to change things about their behaviors to to have to make that last. But I mean, Courtney Carver already touches on like you regain your health, your love, your time, your space, like all the important things rise to the surface. And and yeah, as a side note, uh, we are interviewing uh, Courtney yeah. Carver uh, very soon at the end of this month. So we're really really excited about that. She is a major uh, minimalist uh, thought leader, female thought leader, which is fantastic. And we have tons of questions for her. So we're really uh, thankful to have her on our show. So, yeah. Yeah, I've read her book too, Soul for Simpl- Soulful Simplicity. I love the name of it. It's so calming, just saying it. Oh, it was so a calming. really good book. I read it right when it came out. So the minimalist movement, I am really excited for this year, 2019. Um, it's really a growing subject of interest, and we believe that this year minimalism will become more popular than ever. And I'm so excited yeah, to watch I'm how to it, see un- where it goes. Yeah, to how it unfolds. And I mean, if you're looking to start getting rid of stuff and open to changing your relationship with your stuff, um, we suggest you get started. So. Yeah. So no time like the new year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so in terms of, you know, looking at organization and tidying up today, both of them are good. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with organization, and I think it's good to go through your stuff. I think it's necessary and people need to do it. Just remember that by just organizing your stuff, you are going to have to reorganize it at some point and make sure that you're using those items. Yeah, make sure that you're using them. And is it worth your time to continue to go through this stuff and store this stuff and manage it and take care of it if you're not using it? So make sure you're putting your time into things that are worthwhile in your life and especially you know, at the beginning of the year where people are trying to make changes. Yeah, and if you have any stories that you want to share with us, you can uh, send us a direct message on Instagram at Millennial Minimalists. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and answer any questions or share your story. So Yeah, and if you have any questions you want us to ask Courtney Carver as well, we can you can send us a direct message. Great or, call, yeah. Yeah. We Perfect. Were, We can ask her for you. Yeah, perfect. Well, thanks so much, guys, and we will talk to you soon. We'll talk to you next week, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye.